Welcome to episode 41 of Inside Jogging Podcast. Another big week coming at you as we talk about another national record being broken. There's also a world record being broken in the women's 10K. We've had racing indoors at the UK trials and we've got action from various national cross-country champs across the UK. With Pancake Day just around the corner, I've got a couple of top tossers alongside me this evening to chat through their weeks, answer some listener questions. So, first of all, let's head over to Lisbon and join our jet-setting co-host, Josh Lunn. How are you doing? I think that, that's my favourite intro so far. Like, I like how you went to you first as well. Made me laugh. Yeah, he's I'm all right. One. Yeah, I'm all right. Not the best week, but... What's Lisbon like? To be honest, I've just sat indoors most of the time, so it could have been like Wales. Just a bit warmer. My, my favourite... From your Lisbon trip so far, um, other than you FaceTiming me, FaceTiming me from a little shop in, in Lisbon where you didn't speak a word of Portuguese, you spoke <laughs> in English throughout the checkout process. They even asked him if he wanted a receipt and he said, no, he said, I don't need a receipt, as if they knew what he was talking about. Um, so English. Was, Josh texted me yesterday saying, I've just Googled where the nearest Starbucks is and it was right in front of him. Yeah, you know, sometimes have you ever? Oh, so I specifically wanted a Starbucks because I knew what I wanted to order. A lot of the places don't have. Um, like sometimes I just want a flat white, and you have to get the, some um, more locally where I'm staying. Even getting a coffee with milk's hard enough, so I was like, I'm just going to go to Starbucks. And did you ever go to Maps and just type like coffee or Starbucks? And it was what was it, 200 yards? And I was stood behind a like a bus stop, and it was literally the other side of the bus stop. Don't think I've ever had that before. Because he doesn't lift his head. Did yeah, you fall, exactly. did you fall I, over as well? Yeah, that was that was last weekend. Yeah, that was quite embarrassing. Go on, Matt. I was going to say, I, I just use my senses. I just walk around and just find anything I find. Just use, just use my smile. And as he's talking, I might as well go over to the man who still cracks out walk-run sessions at 6.30am on a Sunday morning. How's life in Wrexham, Matt? Lads, my um, my third cross training was supposed to be delivered today, and I've had, oh. I've had an absolute nightmare. Apparently, they tried to deliver it, and I was in the house the whole time. So it's rearranged now for Wednesday. I'm fuming. Do you think they actually did? Because I'm I'm always dubious when this happens. I don't know. I mean, the bell's pretty loud, so. They must have knocked like did you, really did you, softly. Did you get the doorbell from Mo Farah? <laughs> no, it wasn't that sort of doorbell. Um, but all's good. Yeah, it's been a bit of a crappy day, hasn't it, weather-wise? But can't complain. I don't know. It looks, right, it looks right in Lisbon. <laughs> Twenty-two degrees there. No, no cloud in the sky. When's it get dark there? Um, about seven, I think. Okay. Yeah, because we were recording on a Monday evening because my last minute trip to Suffolk. So apologies, boys, but my fault. Um, it's actually quite nice recording on Monday evening for me. I've had tea, had my roller yogurt, ready to go. You had um, dinner early. 
well, Eliza yeah, really, really. needs to eat early, doesn't she? So she did it early today. You had a what? You had a Rolo yogurt. Yeah, you never. You must have had one of those. Yeah, good. Is that like? Is it all mixed into one, or do you have like your little side bit where you you put it in? No, it's got no, two layers. layered. Yeah. Like a roll. Layered. I'm surprised you've not had one of them, Matt. You're good. Why? Why are you surprised? You're a big uh, sweet sweet treat guy. Yeah, true. Big sweet guy. <laughs> um, good response. So on that note, do you want to talk us through your train week, Matt, and your dance and drills? Oh yeah. Sure. Um, all right. So, what was the Monday? Because I still don't. Twenty uh, first. Before. All right. Yeah. That's seven days ago. Easy. Seven days ago. Correct. Um, so twenty third. Is it sure it was not the twenty second? Sure. I said the twenty first. Twenty first. Sorry, I thought you said twenty third for a minute. Then. Oh, I'm, I'm getting all my dates mixed up. All right. Twenty first Monday, six fifty one. One hour. On the cross trainer. Your cross trainer. Or the gym? I wish it was my cross trainer, mate. No, I went to Pure Gym. I tell you what, I'm sick of people grunting on the squat rack. Stop it, please. It's disgusting. Just, there's no need. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, that was Monday. Really, really just irritates, doesn't it? It's like you walk in, you just go one side and you see these meatheads grunting. It's like, just stop. As, anyway, that was Monday. As Matt's just had a rant, let me just... I'm going to see if I can play this little clip that Josh shared earlier and see if listeners think it sounds like our very own Matt Clowes. My three neighbours own, parked there, while he puts his cone out, and then goes... Oh, I've stopped playing it early. So we'll play it again. This is not working. Internet's not working. We'll cut that bit out and we'll start again later. But anyway, if you did hear it, then, yeah. Matt, was it you? If you did hear it, wasn't me complaining about car park. I don't. Why does I that? Why does it do that on WhatsApp, Josh? So when you put it to your ear, it tries to play it out the um, rather than the speaker, like you know when you're on the phone, it puts it on that speaker. That's silly, that is, isn't it? Josh should know. He had 14 hours of screen time on Friday <laughs> and seven hours with WhatsApp. What can I say? Popular guy. Um, right, anyway, so, listen, I'm talking about my week here, Josh. Yes, sir. Um, Tuesday because it's really, it's really, uh, it's inspiring stuff. Um, so Monday night I went, to, uh, went to physio to see uh, the main man Walling. Um, right. I had to do a few tests. Is it Walling or is it Walling? Walling. You sure? Yeah. Spelling. W A double L. Ruth, Ruth might have called him Walling this morning. She wasn't sure, and she said yeah, because because you get his name, everybody's name wrong, that you might be wrong. So. No, well, I'm right on this one. So it's okay. Wallen. He's a good lad. Um, so I had to do a few tests um, with him to just uh, sort of test calf capacity to see where I'm at. So managed 30, you have to do it on a metronome. So 60 second metronome thing. Uh, managed 30 on my left and 26 on my right. But not bad. Right's the bad one. Um, so that's, he said that's all right. So um, worked on me a little bit. Uh, gave me loads of drills to do, which is great. So that was Mon- That was uh, Tuesday. I did the drills. So I just did half an hour in the morning, and then did the drills. So the drills are like ace skips, jumps forward, jumps backward, jumping backwards, then side jumps. Um, yeah, so did that. Did that Tuesday. 
Achilles was all right, actually, after. Um, Where did you do it? Not into a... On Pant Lane? Oh, yeah. No, no. I, do you know what? I did it outside of Dunalm car park. So, uh... <laughs> the problem People is, must... Matt, none of the drills you've just described look like the video that you, I don't know if it was you or Gina posted, it more looked like a, you're loosening the hips up. No, that was an old, that's an old vid, that is. That's just my dance moves, mate. <laughs> I was going to say, you look in shape in that video. Yeah, I'm not now. Um, so what did you get so, from Dunelm? Do you know what? I did it outside Dunelm at about seven o'clock in the morning. Um, and people walking around must think, what is he doing? Um, but do you know what? Screw him. So why, doing, doing why were you outside Dunelm at seven o'clock in the morning? Not because Pure Gym is on a retail park. Oh, okay. Um, and I'll come to that in a minute, actually, because someone commented on my run. Um, so I did that on Tuesday. I only did half an hour because I just couldn't be asked. Um, and then Wednesday, you get it right. I got I got an hour in. Um, I got the heart rate up a little bit higher on that one. And then Thursday was the same. Actually, no, Thursday did 40 minutes. And then this brings me to... After that, on Thursday, I did my first run, if you can call it a run. So um, did all the drills and stuff before it, um, backwards running as well on this one, which was like 30 metres of just running backwards, which was people didn't think I was nuts doing jumps outside Dunham. See me running backwards was, uh, was, was another story. So um, all I had was eight times 100 metres. So I did this outside of Banana Ben's play centre and calf. <laughs> this was just <laughs> this was just down uh, from Dunalm actually. So I thought I'd mix it up. So oh, yeah, Banana Ben's play centre and calf. He's not lying. Yep. So there we go. So I was running up and down there. Um, it looks really good actually. But. Yeah, I need I need to go in there and just go on the soft play stuff. It looks really good fun. I wish they had all that sort of stuff when we were kids. If to that go, level. If you go in there on your own <laughs> in running kit, I don't think they're going to let you in. No, true. Definitely um, not Josh. Not if he's in his uh, tights and vest. <laughs> so that was Thursday. So I was quite excited about that. Friday did an hour. Saturday, I did half an hour. And this brings me to the, yesterday, which was my first official run um, on a little loop. So um, I did 15 times a minute with a minute walk. And it was really good, actually. I enjoyed it. The Achilles was a bit sore for the first maybe five or six reps. And then it did start to ease, and I was loving it. I got just over three miles in. And, um, yeah, I'm hoping then this this next week now I can run every other day. If that goes well, then I'll run every day next, the following week and then get back into it. So I'm looking at the splits. Oh, I was going to say what pace is. Uh, I, he starts out at sevens. He got down to... 602 on one of them which was slightly uphill he got a gap of 548 must be impressed with that I've, I've not even seen that I've not even looked so so yeah 
it got up to one four one heart rate. It's rolling. I was getting excited. Um, good. Over the last five seconds, it was one five two heart rate. So he's got very excited Ooh. then when he's finishing. Yeah, um, absolutely. Not quite sure how that's happened for the last five seconds when the rep before was one three seven. Must have. Um, I have no have, idea. Must mate. have seen the soft play. Um, and my other question is. 6.30, Sunday morning, when you've got half an hour to do, what's your, what's your reasoning behind that? Well, one, it was an absolute stunning morning and I wanted to get out when the sunrise was coming up. So that was one. And then the other was I had to get, well, I needed to go to the gym after. So I crossed straight. So I, I finished, I drove to the gym, I did 40 minutes uh, and did some other gym stuff. So I thought, well, I'm running. I'm going to the gym. I won't be back till late. So late. Um, be back till yeah, late. Eight o'clock. Half seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an early riser, boys. We know we know that by now. Ben. What do you so, have? What do you have for the rest of Sunday? Because you you're done by eight a.m. No podcast in the evening. You must have had like a Gina must have been treated yesterday. We had a great day, mate. Yeah, it's lovely. We uh, what did we do? Went to Chester. Yeah, it was lovely. Great day. Good man. So, Klaus is on the comeback trail. Josh, how's your comeback coming along? Yeah, it's still coming. <laughs> so, I'll talk you through my week very quick. So, Monday. Um, so, I'm trying to think. Sunday was the Seville Marathon. So, obviously, didn't do that. Um, and then I was like, right, sort of build for Manchester. So, went to run in the evening. So, I did some sort of calf loading. Um, tried to warm my calf up and I managed about 1200 meters and then my calf sort of it actually felt like it was about to either cramp or tear or both in sort of the same sort of time um, so I stopped and then basically it just sort of called back in the evening so we just decided just to take the week off um, and probably basically ride Manchester off as well so um, just sort of regain pretty much um and aim for track season so i had last week off didn't i was debating cross training but yeah matt sort of said just have the week off um so i pretty much just had a break and in typical josh fashion he gets excited because he's got too much time on his hands to start thinking things oh he's been a nightmare (laughs) so he phones he phones me up and tells me all about his plans right so first of all, he starts with he's going to do Berlin Marathon in September. But then between now and Berlin Marathon, he wants to do some track. So he says how he's going to run a 1500 meter PB. And then he wants to run like 14, 10, sub 14 for 5K. And I was like, well, if you're doing Berlin, don't you need to start training in like end of June? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, you've got maybe six weeks between May and mid-June to do all these track races you're talking about. He's like, oh yeah, I want to do a 10K as well and maybe a half marathon. I've got to crack the whip on him as well because apparently uh, Moose and uh, Brady said that I'm too soft on him. Can we see this? Can we see some hard line? So I've got to be, I've got to be strict. So what's he allowed to do? Which Straight one? down the line. Which, which event is he doing this summer? He's banned for at least another week. Just getting excited, isn't he? He That's is. fine. I think, do you know what it is, right? So it's kind of like, it was, it was shit not racing 
Seville, obviously having a build up. And like, I only race really once in the build up. Well, maybe say twice with Telford. <laughs> I'm just dying to get racing. That's all I, yeah, I just want to race. I don't really care if I'm not fit or whatever. Well, I mean, I'm dying to race. At the minute, I'm just dying to go for a run because I tried to run today and it wasn't great. So probably gonna have another week off running and cross train this week. Um, but yeah, I just want to race. So first race back, is that going to be 1500? No, I don't think so. I don't think Matt would allow it. I want to see what Josh has got in him. What you, I, think, I, I think I can get back. I, I reckon I can get back some four. So we just all do 1500s? I, I would say yeah, Matt, would, Matt would definitely beat us on that. Yeah, but he's, sure. he's injured. He's, I've got a head start. What if he's right he's running more than me. Well, PB, Matt, I reckon Matt's run 342. Oh, Swift. 149. Yeah, he used to have me at Stratford's, to be fair. I used to be all right once upon a time. Can you imagine? I've only got one Achilles. Breaking 60 seconds for a lap these days. He did it to me with a session last year. Oh, yeah. I can, I can, we, we, I did can a, we did a Michigan. He, uh, you, finished him out. you finished with 59 on the Michigan? Yeah, you did. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> what was I, 62? Yeah, something like that. You're not far behind. Josh is top trainer, isn't he? If you need somebody for good training splits, Josh Lund's your man. You could do a 62 in training, but come 1500 race day, you'll run 405. <laughs> um, so, Josh, your your next plan, are you going to get a scan? Is that what you decided? Yeah, I was talking to my physio this morning. <clears throat> so basically, I did 10 minutes of jogging this morning. I was going to try and do half an hour. Uh, well, 20 minutes at sort of worse and then half an hour if it was always good. Um, and I got to 10 minutes and it's like, my soleus just starts to cramp. It's really, it's a kind of weird feeling really. Um, so yeah, my physio basically said, have another week of just, just cross train this week basically. And then um, if when I start to try and run again, it's not good again, am I right? So um, yeah, that's kind of, I sort of, I might book in for one and then if I don't need it, cancel it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I think it makes sense to get an answer either way. Because yeah. I, I still, I'm still not 100% what the actual problem is. I know the area. Um, and I think that, that's from, like, in my physio is not 100%. Because so, he kind of expects it to clear up pretty quick from when I last saw him, and it's kind of not so yeah, yeah. annoying, really. I suppose it's very difficult for a physio to, you know, they can have their thoughts on what it might be, but without a scan, it's... You're still sort of guessing most of the time. Yeah, exactly. Right. Shall I um, go into my week? Because I did some running. Well, I did and I didn't, but I did. I did more than you two. So kicked off the week on the treadmill. Actually, I didn't run outside till Friday, but we'll come to that. So Monday, hour on the treadmill at lunchtime. And that's because I was a little bit tired from the long run on the weekend. And then Monday afternoon, went to look at some new cars. Josh wasn't happy with my choice. So I've upgraded the, the one series to an X1, but Josh isn't happy. So it's a, bit of a, fam- it's a bit too much of a family car for my liking. Well, that's because I've got family. You didn't have a child. Yeah. Not, yeah. No, not a fan. Not a fan. We, we were fed up of putting, because the one series had three doors and trying to put Eliza in the car seat in the back was just a faff. 
And yeah, because Jenny's car broke during lockdown. So it's about time we upgraded that. So that's done. Um, and I'll talk about that in a sec because it goes throughout the week. So Tuesday, I was in the office and it was still horrific weather here. So I couldn't get out of the office for a run because he's laughing. What's he laughing at? It's not, uh, it's Andy Davis doing a pancake toss. <laughs> Sorry, I'll pay more attention. A bit, right, during when Clarity was talking, Josh sent me a message saying I needed a tracksuit like you two. And now during when I'm talking, he's just watching Instagram. This kid. He's like a child. Right. Tuesday, didn't run because I picked up the car. And yeah, that was probably half the reason. How did your, um, did you go to a dealership? Yes. Same one as the last one. Come on, explain that whole situation. Good good negotiation. So what did you negotiate? Did you get car mats? Did you get a full tank of fuel? I got... um, Air freshener. No, I didn't pay... I paid... No, I didn't pay any deposit. So... I got equity out of my old car and then didn't want to pay any deposit because I wanted the money in my bank account. So managed to just get a monthly payment. Whoa, what, a, you're, you're a, what a negotiator. You should work in sales. Well, I don't want to give away exactly what I'm paying because I don't want the comeback from, from the listeners when they know that I'm, I'm only able to afford £250 a month on a car. So <laughs> not wrong with that, mate. I'm joking. Um, Josh ain't got a car. It's true. Anyway, <laughs> Eliza, we just, at one point I threw Eliza into the deal. They wouldn't take her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I'm just, I can't be bothered half the time. I just kind of got in, what, I had an idea of what I wanted, what I wanted to pay and got that and I couldn't bother any more fast. Did you say, did you say that your dad was a mechanic? Um, no, because if they ask me one question, technical question about a car, I have no idea about anything. So there's no point. So my, all I wanted was five doors. I wanted it to be automatic because it's easier on my hamstring. And that was automatic. That was pretty much all I went in for. Did you get a hybrid? No, they're too expensive, mate. Not made of money. Although petrol prices going up, above 150 this week might as well um anyway wednesday i had eliza on wednesday and when i changed the car over i didn't i didn't hand in that little slip that you have to hand in i don't know to, to change ownership of the car or new, something new keeper slip it's called a v something anyway i walked down and there's a dealership in stamford same dealership they've got a little office so i went in there and instead of taking eliza out in the buggy I thought, she'll want to walk. It's about 2K down to this dealership. A mile and a quarter, that is, Josh. And I don't know why I've started working in kilometres these days. Anyway, I thought she'd want to walk, but she decided to walk for about a minute. And then I... Are you sending clarity videos now? This is outrageous, boys. I carried Eliza about a mile there and a mile back. What's she weighing these days? A lot. She's eating too much. Carbo. What's she like? Um, I don't know. Maybe. How old is she now? Uh, sixteen months. Oh, she'll be ten kgs, isn't she? Easy. Yeah, 
and I got back late that day and my arm like in between where your bicep and forearm meet because I was just holding it like that it was so how did you hold it onto your arm or on your shoulders pretty, pretty much no you just carry on like one one hip pretty much and just hold underneath her and right. then um then she started getting a bit aggy on the way back so she was like facing down I was holding her like a like a parcel pretty much that looked good for people walking along driving along anyway so i didn't run wednesday because i was tired so so i've gone monday to wednesday again doing eight and a half miles i was like right i need to hit some mileage this week so I just back ended the week so thursday back into some running smart smart thing to do yeah i thought we're all smart on this podcast we might as well do it so thursday was gonna morning run didn't so thought i might as well do it in one session so I ended up doing nearly, no, yeah, 19 miles on the treadmill, which was... That's, an, that's impressive. 5K warm-up. Then I did 11 by K off a K float. And then maybe 5K cool-down as well. Make it 90. Yeah, um, loaded. So I started off... So I thought I'll just go to heart rate because I'm, I'm never sure on the paces on the treadmill. But... I started off, I think, at the first K on was at 3.0, about 3.10 pace. So what's that? I don't know, five, five, seven, eight a mile. Um, uh, yeah, so not. So I started at 3.10 per K, and the floats I started out at 3.45-ish. But because I'm not stopping the hard running till it hits a K on, the, on Zwift, and then I have to up the up the pace again about 50 meters before the start of the next rep the floats are always a bit quicker so even those early ones like 342 anyway the quicker reps i got down to i think i did the last couple at 302 pace so i think i averaged about 305 335 ish which not bad is pretty good but i don't i'm not convinced it was as quick as it says it was just for like my heart rate never really got massively high i got into threshold on a couple of the the reps at the end but yeah i'll I'll have to see i'll have to do it outside to see but but yeah i didn't get too bored because it i don't know it keeps it fairly interesting if you're just up and down it every three minutes it's not too not too dull although how did um how did you plug that in did you just like do depress it or did it do it automatically so this is what annoyed me so noble pro's got an app it's got a bluetooth app so i sat in my office beforehand and put the session into the app like did every single rep so like one at 310 and one at 340 or whatever got into the got into the garage connected it but then swift went connect and I was like, well, I, need, I want Swift because it gives me all like the visual data and stuff. And I'd be so, I wouldn't do it without Swift these days. But it turns out you can't connect Swift down the app at the same time. It's one or the other. So I ended up having to just literally look at the screen every time it got to a K, just up and down it on my manually on my treadmill. So you can't use the app, you can't use the Pro app with Swift? No, because I think they both use the same Bluetooth connection i don't i don't understand it to be honest with you it just 
I only realised this when I turned the treadmill on. And by that point, I'd wasted 45 minutes punching this session into the app to not be able to use it. So I, I kind of um, can kind of relate because I've been trying to hotspot my work laptop and my personal laptop this week. I've had the same problem. So I don't know if it's the same sort of connectivity. But it well, no. what, how would it? It's Bluetooth, internet, Wi-Fi. It's totally different. Yeah, I don't know how a hotspot works. Is it Bluetooth though? Or is it a Wi-Fi connection? I don't know. I don't think any of us know the answer. Yeah. But anyway. Well, on compatibility as well, I've got a question for the listeners. So I might be in. Uh, I might be looking to buy a cross trainer. Matt's persuaded me after buying fifteen last month. Um, does anybody know what model is it, Matt? Um, a Nordic Track fourteen point nine commercial. Yeah. Can you get Bluetooth from your phone and watch Netflix on it? That will be the selling point for me. Bluetooth from your phone to watch Netflix. Yeah, I want to watch Netflix. So if I, if I can't, I don't know if I can be bothered to like put a TV on the wall. Has it not got well, a Can you plug it in? Matt, I haven't got one. Has it not got a no, screen got... on it? It's got yeah, a screen got a on screen. it. Has it not got apps? I don't know. My, my treadmill's got Netflix and BBC iPlayer and all, that, all those oh, stuff. Really? Yeah, it's mm. Google Play. I've... I don't know if, I mean, I've brought it and I actually don't even know. I know it's got a big screen and it looks like it, it would have that. I think it does. Yeah, if anyone knows, let, let me know, please. Well, just I'll look at it afterwards. I'm sure it does. Anyway, um, on, on my screen, because when you connect Swift to Strava, you get a little screenshot of you running at some point. Um, there's a Thai guy running by me called B Bamboo. Like that. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. Nice. Looks like a nice day there, mate. Yeah. I, I don't know why I went around the track. It was probably the worst decision. Like, I mean, I don't really look at look at what's going on anyway. I just pay attention to the heart rate and the, the distance, to be honest. But there you go. Um, I listened to some inside running on that two-hour session. And that was wow, when... Wow, that motivation... <laughs> That was when, no, it actually, I was in the middle of a K-on when Moose was going in hard on Josh and it did make me laugh out loud a few times. I like that. Good from those boys. I think, you know what, with Moose, you know when you, uh, you're trying to, like you fancy a girl or something and you're a bit horrible <laughs> to him. That's what he's like with me. He loves me, really. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> anyway. Friday, I got outside and Chris Perry commented saying um, something about not being on this swift course yet. So good from him. So, went yeah, up that to... was a good one from Chris, to be fair. Yeah. Went up he to has Ruth's. his moments. He does. Went up to Ruth's and we did a little hour loop at 7.15 per mile. Um, so, yeah, nice and sunny, a bit windy, but all good. 8.48 that, Matt. Blue collar. Um, <laughs> Sunday. Sat no, Saturday. I'm skipping ahead. So I thought that... So I thought Ben's schedule, I'd give him this long run on a Sunday. So me doing the session on Thursday afternoon was a bit close to doing this 40k run on, on Saturday morning. But there you go. I got it done. So the session was... 
30k progressive where you do 10k sort of easy-ish 10k steady then 10k just just below marathon pace i suppose so hit my plan for him was 10k at four minute okay 10k at 345s and then 10k at 330 to 35 and we pretty much hit that bang on we did a little 6k loop in langtoft which josh is big fan of um it's a nice little nice little loop but the only reason we don't use it more often is because it's so exposed and if you get any wind it's pretty breezy down one of the sides so anyway um this screams out marathon training to me and we hit the splits Maybe we were a bit quick on the middle block by a few seconds of K. And then the 10K at 3.30s was a bit quicker again. Ben had started to blow a bit. So we did a K jog. I was going to do it a bit quicker, but he looked like he needed recovery. And if you've ever run with Ben, you know, he doesn't look, doesn't look too happy at the best of times. So I felt sorry for him. So we took a little jog. We did 2K at 3.20s. So just a bit quicker than his marathon pace, getting towards half marathon pace. Then another K jog. Then we had another 2K at 320s again. At just after a K in the last 2K block, Ben started to gag and was sick at the side of the road. So at that point, I thought maybe I pushed him a bit too hard. But at the same point, I carried on and finished the rep because I was so close to finishing the session that I wanted to get it done. Um, and then we had a couple of K jog for 40K. So we ended up doing, I don't know, 40K at what? Close to six minute mile in for 40K. What's that, about 25 miles? Yeah, 25, exactly. Um, Decent. Big so, day, big load. Yeah, and to be fair, on the 2K, like, I, wanted, I wanted the 2K reps to kind of feel like running marathon pace at the end of a marathon. It's, it's one of those sessions. That's quite, it's quite risky. It's actually probably one of the Australian, I think it's Julian's session, to be honest. Although oh, I think don't that, give him credit. I think he does 3K reps. I've adapted it a bit. Invoice him. I've, um, I've made it a bit quicker for 30K, I think, because we're harder over here and can tolerate it. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, good session. Decent weather. And um, yeah, ben, ben, ben managed to get to 35.5K this time before puking. Last time we did it, he puked at 29.8. So, improvement. Pro- progress. Um, but he took an SIS gel again and puked. I've had so many people take puke off these SIS gels. You know the... They're too sweet. No, the newer ones. Haven't they got They're like... really high in carbs, aren't they? Yeah, they've got loads of carbs in them. So, I've had a few people have problems with those. Um, but, yeah, that was Saturday. Sunday, Ben... Oh, Josh... I did a 29 mile day. I've got to say that Saturday evening did 30 minutes, 30 minutes on the treadmill, 723 pace on the treadmill. I did it in tights and a jacket, Josh. I respect everything about that day so far. <laughs> What's happened to you? Well, I had tights on <laughs> and I, it was cold outside. So when I walked over to the garage, I walked over in a jacket and it was cold. And I wasn't running quick enough to warm up quick enough. And I only had a t shirt on underneath. I was like, I might as well just stay in this. So got a bit sweaty towards the end, but I thought I was going to call this 29 mile days bike different, but I wasn't sure if anybody would get the joke apart from Josh. So um, anyway, 
Sunday, drove down to Langtoft again and did 9.99 miles at 7.11 pace. And there was a few things about this run. I asked Ben a few questions because the day before he was quite miserable because he said he had a cold. So I thought I'd lighten the mood this time, ask him some questions about concrete, which he wasn't able to answer properly. So if anybody knows about concrete and types of road, can you DM me? Because I'm interested. Um, Don't DM me because I'm not. Well, you've not, you know, you know where the road's like a lighter colour, like a lighter grey. I think it's a different type of concrete. Anyway, um, I also asked him why there wasn't any airfields in the fens. He couldn't answer that either. Any ideas? Surely it'd be a good place for an airfield. It's windy, isn't it? Don't know why it's not. Anyway, don't know. know. Just came across it. But he got very angry at the end of this run because he started talking about work. Well, actually, I said to him halfway through the run, you're not doing any runs before 6am this week because he complains about being tired and he did a run at 5.30am and I was like, just don't. He's like, well, Do you know what, right? Let, let me uh, have a run. Do you know what really pisses me off? When people say, oh, I'm tired, I'm tired. And you say, what time do you go to bed? Midnight. Well, of course you're tired. Go to bed earlier. Really, hold honestly, on. Hold on. Me. Hold on, this is rich. This is rich. <laughs> Uh, what were you doing a uh, couple of months ago? Yeah, but I weren't moaning. I was tired. I'm never tired, Matt. Other than that week the other day. Um. Anyway, the story goes, he said, well, actually, Wednesday, I've got to go to London. I was like, what time have you got to go to London? And he's like, I've got to get the half seven train. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I've got meetings in London like nine till five. So like, why are you doing meetings nine till five? Nobody should do that. Don't do it. He's like the same people. Sure. Like, no, he's got four suppliers, but I was like, surely that's only four hours tops. And I was like, just make sure. And he's like, I'm the boss. It's like, well, sort yourself out. It annoys me. Inefficiencies in businesses. Nobody should be working nine till five in meetings. It's terrible. Anyway. So he was getting angrier and angrier about various things to do with work and things. And at the end of the run, we'd stopped. And for some reason, he was telling me a story where he wanted to just tell somebody to F off. But he screamed it in my face as this old lady was walking past. It's like, choose your moments, Ben. That old woman must be so... Anyway, so he needs to sort himself out. Also, on that Saturday run, I've got another question for you boys. When you wear flappies, short, you know, small shorts or half tights, do you wear boxers underneath? Never. Never ever. Boxers. Like boxers. Yeah. Do you wear pants or anything? Firstly, I wear shorts and there's no flapping going on on my shorts. <laughs> okay, but so when you wear those short shorts, are you wearing anything else underneath? Um, no. When you wear half tights, do you wear anything underneath the half tights? Yes, I wear like a pair of like underwear or so underwear. Well, that's fair enough because it's like technical stuff. Um, when you wear when you wear tights, which you don't do, Josh. When you wear tights, <laughs> what do you wear underneath? So normally I'd go half tights. Yeah. Sometimes I just go commando. I don't think I've wear worn a pair of like normal boxer shorts underneath my running clothes. For about 50 no, 
No, you don't yeah, wear like so part wrong. of boxer shorts. Have you not yeah, been in races and looked at I've it? I've seen it. I've seen it a couple of times. Anyway, we were doing the Saturday run. I think it's the week before, actually. Ben was wearing a couple of like some flappies, which were short. You can see his boxer shorts. It's like, what are you doing? And he's like, yeah, what do you mean? He just didn't he like it. himself out. So there's one for the listeners. Stop wearing pants. Always. Yeah, <laughs> always. Um, so that rounds off the week, 75 miles. And um, yeah, I'm the only one running on this show these days. Yeah, we're, we're getting to the point where we might actually have to start changing the name of the podcast. Right. Let's move on. We've spent a lot of time. Um, West, let's go to Weston's wise words. Has he got anything for us? Yeah, it's a big one this week. I've actually not proofread it, even though every time I read it, it sounds like I've not proofread it. But um, So this week's um, Weston's wise words is, sleep enhances muscle recovery through protein synthesis and human growth hormone release. I can't look at I can't look at Josh at the moment because he's doing something. Just, I don't know what. I'm just falling off the bed. <laughs> You're interrupting this 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 key moment in the podcast. If you want a good night's sleep, make sure your pillar arrangements are right. When lying on your on the when lying on the back on your back, um, a pillow should support the natural curvature or lordosis of the cervical spine with adequate support under the head, neck, shoulders. Um, pillow height should be lower than pillow height should be lower than for side sleepers. Placing another pillar or two between the knees further alleviates any back strain. The pillar tends to flatten the lumbar curve, easing the pressure on the facet joints in the back of the spinal cord. When sleeping on the side, bending the knee and placing another pillar between the knee keeps the spine in neutral position. Otherwise, the upper leg rotates downward, pulling the pelvis and distorting the, nature, the natural line of the spine. Stomach sleepers, no pillar and feet off the edge of the bed. Also make sure you wash or change your pillars frequently. 10% of... <laughs> this isn't a wise word. 10% of pillars, pillars' weight is built up of sweat, mold, dead skin cells, dust mites, and, and feces, if not washed every six months. So there you go. Wow, that was oh, a long one from Dan this week. I like that because sleep position, I sleep on my side. I sleep with my hand between my knees. So obviously spine is nice and neutral. Pillow, I only go for one. Make sure it's, mm. I like a, what do, what do I have? Is it duck feathers? I can't oh no, I can't I can't do that. That's too soft. No, but it's mine's I can't remember what it is. Maybe it's not. It's a bit firmer. Anyway, what do you what's your sleep position, Matt? Um well I just sleep on floorboards. Um, sleep on floorboards. And I have a, a small bean bag. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> just lay, lay my head on that. Um no, one one pillar, a very thin pillar, and I fold it. Uh I, I'm a science sleeper. Um, and do you, I, I, I can't have my knees touching. No. Do you face Gina or face away from Gina? I face away. Good. Um, <laughs> not, not good for just, just it's the way I do it too. Great, great for Gina, yeah. Yeah. We both um, face away. Josh, sleeping. 
Tight. I just had, sorry, I had some technical difficulties. I didn't actually just, you know, when you, you, my bed is propped against the wall and I fell down the side and the bed fell over and knocked my coffee over. So sorry about that. I don't uh, think Josh sleeps. I'm yeah. back now. I sleep on my front. I lay on my front. Hands underneath the pillow in front of me. Do you have a pillow? Yeah, one. Because my mate... I who, used to be two. My mate I'm, who um, sleeps on his front doesn't use a pillow. No pillow. But then surely you have to put your hands on your... Your head on your hands. I don't know. I reckon that's the best, the best um, thing to do though, isn't it? Because neutral um, spine and all that. Cervical spine at least. You're when raised, are you? Eliza doesn't use a pillow yet. When do you start using pillows? Um, that's a good question. Does she not have a pillow? No, she doesn't have a pillow. She has a little sleeping bag, a like grow bag thing. No duvet, no like duvet or pillow. Grow bag it sounds like she's a vegetable. Interesting. It's funny, isn't it? It's like when when um, kids are small, like they don't wear like a lot of the time they don't wear like shoes and stuff. Mm. Um, it's like natural, isn't it? And then I've, like they're chucked in shoes, and then they have to have a pillar. I've it's kept like, out of shoes. She's good in bare feet, stronger feet, stronger feet. Yeah, stronger foundation. You're gonna do that when she's in uh, teens as well. Yeah, just walk around bare feet. Yeah, I do it. Do it mate. I always walk outside of my socks. My mum used to tell me off for getting holes in them. But there you go. Um, I think we've cracked Western's wise words there. Good for him this week. I like that. Yeah, that was a good one. Good chat. Um, Patreon. Actually, I've got one more rant. WhatsApp. Don't be WhatsApping me using bold or italics in WhatsApp. It's not big and it's not clever. Trying to be too fancy, people. Who's got time to bold out stuff in WhatsApp? You have to select. Matt won't even know how to do it. <laughs> you strike through as well. Yeah, or, or the space. What's a strike through, Jobby? Why do, why, what's, what's the need for that one? Well, I, we I'll give it, you an example. I'll, I'll send you an example after this. But we uh, use it. We use it in, in obviously marketing for striking through a, a price, like a reduced price, which makes yeah. sense. You don't need to use it in any other, any other work form. It's just pointless. So, Josh, I don't know what you're using it for. This better not be a bad example because I want to see what it is. It's you, you're usually quicker than this. <laughs> let's not let's not repeat that Matt's Matt's so not happy he's frozen isn't he no I'm still here boys just a bit cold have you um, read, read Josh's message yeah yeah let's not yeah. go there right Patreon um, alright I'm up yeah um, big Luke Harrison actually Luke um, messaged me um, over the weekend so he has PBs of 1612, 3347, 7211. Is that his new one from yesterday? I assume. Yeah. Yep. Um, and 239 for the marathon. He's from Stamford. Um, a few facts for Luke. Obviously, got his new PB at Wokingham. Uh, great course, actually, that one. I heard that uh, there was somebody on the front of the, uh, the brochure this year. Uh, not saying any names. Um, lives in a beautiful town of Stamford, which lists big name athletes such as um, I can't remember his name. Um, fan of a fan of a Man United. He loves a long run. Recently did thirty miles. Nice. Uh, I know he's doing Manchester as well, actually. So I assume he's doing it for that. 
uh, once did some yoga stretching in fluorescent running gear outside of primary school with, while awaiting his fellow runners. Yeah, probably probably uh, go into the go into the next estate or something and do that. But thank you, Luke. Well, he was meeting me for a run. And it was actually next to a zebra crossing. So these kids were crossing the zebra crossing to him lying on some grass, doing some like, you know, like bending your back stretches like a cat. But you're like, oh, that's it. not a good one to do. I know. That's not a good one on to do. On all fours. And these kids oh. are like, Mummy, <laughs> what's this man doing? And they're like, hurry up. Anyway, good man. Hurry mate. up and get in, kids. He's a, uh, he's yeah, a good man, really. And congrats on the PB yesterday. Josh, what you got? I've got uh, Alan Corlett. So Alan's PBs, 1448, 3044, and 6633. Probably up there, one of the fastest patrons we've got, I would say. Um, uh, I think. Julian Spence, I think, is the quickest. Oh, not half, though. Oh, definitely not the half. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, so he's from the Island of Man. Um, facts about him. So... He's the big name on the island. Have you noticed anyone from Isle of Man always says on the island? So if you notice that. I've not. Yeah. Well, yeah. it is an they, island. They do. So that, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, so he's a, he's the big name on the island when uh, Ollie Lockley's not around. Um, he's training to be a fireman, possibly now is a trained fireman. Um, so anyone on the Isle of Man looking for a good-looking man to come over in uniform, get in touch. He's a good-looking chap, Alan. Yeah, thanks, Alan. He's a good, good old boy. He sent me some chocolate a few months ago. Did he? Yeah, he did. He's a good lad. He sent me some Frere Rocher, um, some white chocolate Frere Rocher and some um, whispers, hazelnut whispers. White, cho- white chocolate Frere. That's definitely a gift that he didn't want. No, he's got, he, he's got it's a gift from, he wanted to give me. He's, he's got those from someone in like, do you know what? I know a man who will like those. One man who will like them, Matt Klaus. Josh, have you got your Volt? What's that called? The little craze. Oh. Yeah. Is it Volterol? Yeah. I wouldn't put that in your mouth, mate. Drinking yeah. the stuff recently. Right. Let's go to some list of questions. Let's crack through. Aaron, we, we missed the leaderboard. Oh, go on then. You tell me. One sec. I'll go to it. Should I have leaderboards? Oh, yeah. yeah. Fred, Fred Davies. Not sure who Fred is. I tried to follow him earlier. Um, so might have oh, like 132 big oh, he's, let, he's let me follow him now he's from Glasgow so another new name he's done two big weeks recently so he must be training for something um, best of 236 maybe so quick boy um, he topped the men's and I think Anna Brace Girdle I think it was topped the women's 86 miles so yeah 888 members now boys so we need to top the ton uh, the the thousand. What's a thousand? Nice. If a ton's a hundred, what's a thousand? Megaton? I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I just made that up. What? Consid- considering, uh, considering a lot of people are doing Seville, you still got, you need to be, uh, what, over 101 to get in the top 10. It's not bad going. Yeah. I might not be there for a while. Impressive. Right. List of questions. Clarity, you got the first one. All right, the first list of question uh, comes in from David Thorpe. This question is, um, is GB women's distance running in a better place than the men at the, at the moment? 
I'll go first because Josh is Josh is scared of saying something controversial. I feel, I feel like I was going to say I feel like this could be a controversial topic. However, I will go because you know I have looked at it and it's it's difficult. To, so we've had two phenomenal performances from the women, Charlie Perdue and Jess Piazeki, who have gone two and four all time on the list. But when you've got Paula as the sort of outlier at two fifteen. It's difficult to gauge, you know, where that sort of, you know, difference is. Because when you look at the men's, the, the men's top performance, you've got Mo Farah at the top at, what, 205-ish? These two are sick. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll check. So then you've got Callum at 208. So he's only, in theory, three, pint, you know, three minutes behind the, the British record. But Charlie and Jess at 222-23 are seven, eight minutes behind Paula still. Two, five, eleven. So it's difficult to, to gauge. So then you go, okay, well, let's look at Tamari so Yamiuchi's 223. So those two around that. So you look at second all-time in the men's and it's Callum, isn't it? So mm-hmm. you've got to compare to maybe 208. And I would argue we've got more men inside within three minutes of Callum than we have women within three minutes of Jess. Steve Jones is second, 207. Yeah. Well, so we've got Callum, Ben Connor, Johnny Meller, Phil Sessman. Any more? Who are sort of two? Dowie. Dowie. Um, and potential for a couple more, yeah. So, yeah, it's difficult. I, I think we're in a we're in a better place in both of them, I would say. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's just, there's not the, the depth in history on the women's side of things. Cause we were looking at when I was shocked when I saw Rose Harvey had gone in at number 10 all time for a two twenty seven. When you look at the, the men's top 10, have you got it open Josh? Um, yeah. What's 10th place on the men's list? Two, two nine. Two nine seventeen. So within, you know, three four minutes of the British record, whereas his Rose is two twenty seven. Yes, it's what twelve minutes from Paula's. So it's hard hard to gauge, but we're in a good place either way. I would say. I think that's enough analysis on that, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I agree just, with your comments. Good. Not the analysis. But but yeah, I mean. Men and women, we're getting quicker. So it's good to see. Josh, next one relates to it. Yeah, so why doesn't England seem to have marathon runners at the top end, sub 210 type stuff? And I would branch it out maybe to, to sub, I don't know, 212. When you look at Scotland, Wales, they've got quite a few. What are we doing wrong, boys? I, I mean, I would argue I would put Jake in that category, to be honest. Is he? Is that through Welsh development or English development? Uh, I mean, he's English. I know, but he's been training in Wales, hasn't he? Mm, yeah, true. Um, I don't know. I would, I would potentially argue that up until recently, England hasn't had a focus on on really looking at some of the two, fourteen, fifteen runners and trying to get them down to quicker 
there's not a lot of support is there for English marathon runners, whereas Scotland and Welsh athletics seem to have a, a sort of... I think they're trying, aren't they? I think, yeah. I think it's hard, isn't it? Because obviously England's such a, a larger population than uh, both other countries. But I think... But therefore, think surely the, we should have more The guys runners. are trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. agree. And I think, um, you know, I, I know Wales and, and... I don't know about Scotland, but I know for the Welsh athletes, they do get, you know, some level of funding. But is that what, um, it's, down, is that what it's down to, do you think? Or is it other things? I don't think it's necessary the monetary value because the, what they get wouldn't, in my opinion, change anything. It's more the fact that they have got physio every week, the fact they've got massage every week, the facilities they can use, things yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. that's what I'm saying. I, I, yeah, monetary value. I wouldn't say, no, it's the, the, the support, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah monetary, that, but you that, still have to pay for it. No, 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 I, yeah, I'm more me. Yeah, I more mean you're not getting actual just cash. That's what I more mean. Um, yeah, but that's what I'm. I, I, that's what I'm saying. It's it's funding to fund for them things. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, I it's guess the medical guess. support. It's having yeah. it's having the um, you know people that you can go and see. I know England's like I say a, a larger country and there's more athletes doing it. But then is there really? Do you know what I mean? We've probably got similar sort of guys hitting similar times. I suppose yeah, for we all have three nations. We have. We've got. If you look at the um, Olympics, we had from England Ben Connor and Chris Thompson. So, I suppose we have got the runners there. I, th- I think maybe because we are bigger, we we all kind of train separately. Whereas a lot of Welsh yeah. is centred around Cardiff and. Scotland. It is true, but I can speak sort of from my own experience. It's great for middle distance, but look at Josh Griffiths. Dowie, they don't do anything with people. They just grind out on their own. Yeah, so maybe there is, maybe we do have runners at the top end, but um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Commonwealth Games because we were just talking about it before we started, Josh. Mm. Could be a scenario where England doesn't have anyone at the Commonwealth Games if nobody runs the time in Manchester. Wouldn't look good, would it? Yeah, it'd be interesting. But yeah, anyway. Um Last question comes in from Daniel Edwards. He said, just PB'd 115 for half, got matched to marathon in six, week, six weeks. Should I continue with intervals or just do long and steady? Um, You've got to do both, really. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't say there's ever really a time to do one or the other. So, I suppose when you get into six weeks to go, Josh, what do you... Do you change from three sessions a week or two sessions a week? Or do you... um, I'm probably already on two sessions by then, I would say. So I'm probably, but my, my big sessions are pretty big. Those two sessions. So one, yes. sorry, I thought you broke up. One, so. One's probably like 10K to half volume. Um, probably the, the latter. And then the second session is going to be sort of 20 miles plus really. Of it, like longer intervals. They're, they're going to be the biggest weeks, I would have thought. So both. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. both. So yeah, keep continue on both, Dan. Um, uh, let's move on to news and results. Just, just one, one more oh. question. I, I someone messaged me on Instagram. I said I'd answer. It's a, it's from an account called Zwift, so I don't actually know their name. Um, uh, where's the question? Lost it now. Could at least have the question up when you. I've got it. He sent a few messages. Um, 
He said, what is your opinion on Swift? What is my opinion on Swift? Yeah. I, I think I said um, it's, it's a good tool to – well, I like the, the metrics it gives you up on your screen in front of you, and it, it's just a distraction when you're on the treadmill. Um, I think it's a good thing. And if it can control your treadmill too, even better. You want to know anything else about it, Josh? No, I just thought I'd ask because you asked me. Yeah, it's good. Go. I mean, cyc- cycling is, is sort of revolutionised it. And actually, I was I was on Twitter this week and they had a an esports cycling like champs on Zwift, and they had they had teams like teams of six riding, and they had like live commentators on st- and stuff. So yeah, maybe running. There might be some running that goes that way too, which wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. Although, how does that? I don't know. You might know the answer because your dad cycles. How do they like make sure nobody's cheating? Um, well, I don't think you can. Like, if it's at home, but if you go to go to a competition, don't isn't it based on watts per kilo? Yeah, but if you've got, I suppose you have to use a, a set. Um, yeah, I'd uh, say turbo. So. You can't choose whatever turbo you want. But yeah, I'd assume so. So maybe you'd have to you all use the same treadmill. Clarence has had enough of life. Look at him. He's done. He's had a busy day. Have you have you noticed an email earlier? Me and Matt are wearing literally matching outfits. It's very cute. I didn't get there. I didn't get the memo today. Um news. There's quite a lot of news. Let's go through it. Josh Kerr, indoor mile, British indoor. Oh, mile. this is amazing. Did you watch it? No. No, I've not seen it. I saw the results. So 348.87. Oh, Go on, Clousey. What have you got to tell us? Um, well, the pacemaker took him out for, oh, God, I think it was about 600, 800. And he wasn't, he was doing an all right job, but um, he really had to pick it up in the last half. So I can't remember he went through in the, through the 15 and was it 334? 332. 332.85. Um, 332. Which is a record. Another record. Yeah, but is that, are the, is that actually going to stand? Because yeah. I know the milers. Yeah, 332, was it? Wow. Yeah, the, I mean, it was amazing. He just pretty much front ran the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, incredible. I don't know how you run that fast indoors or anywhere, to be honest. But um, Pete Elliott's record from probably the 80s. Maybe. Didn't they say, I saw Kyle Merber tweet um, yesterday, he said Josh Kerr ran uh, quicker through the mile than the British champs um, 15 final. Doesn't surprise me. Mad. We'll come to those in a second because, yeah, um, a few thoughts on that. But over in Spain yesterday, there was a women's world record 10K and I'm going to try and pronounce her name. Yalem, Yalem, Yalem Zerf, Yihalor. Yihalor. The NN girl, isn't she? Yeah, she's, she's the half. She, oh, Josh's mate. She, she, yeah, she was uh, the, the root cause to getting me into Seville. There you go, a little fact for you. Good. Uh, was that the girl that you... Um, the, uh, the, got uh, got dropped by after you... 3K. Yeah, that's the one. Is that the one in Armagh? Antrim. No, in Antrim. No, Antrim, sorry, yeah. Yeah, same one. So, over in Castellon, 
in Spain. She ran 29.14. Took 24 seconds off the former world record. So, yeah. That's a big chunk, isn't it? Big chunk of it. 29.14 on the road. Should be giving you a run for your money, Clousey. I know. Mad, isn't it? Mm. Absolutely mad. Do you know what? I reckon in two years' time, the ladies will be under 29. Yeah, it's going that way, isn't it? And that's insane. Um, yeah, it seems like records broken every week at the moment, indoors, outdoors, mm. everywhere. Um, it's not like a second, though, is it? Like that's no. a massive chunk. Yeah, it can't just be the shoes. Who knows what's going on? Um, right, something where shoes don't take effect. Seamless that is, isn't it? National national cross country was going on. So England at Parliament Hills. Josh, you actually watched some of this, I think, on a live stream. Yeah. Um, I'll start with the women because they went first. Jess Gibbon took the win. Um, eight seconds clear of Eleanor Bolton. And then Bronwyn Owen was third. George Taylor-Brown, the triathlete from uh, Olympics in summer, she was fourth. So, yeah, good win for Jess Gibbon. Probably the must be her biggest win to date. Um, she had a strong cross-country season and then so in that race Leeds took the win for the for the team race and in the men Mohammed Mohammed big win in the end wasn't it 15 seconds I think clear yeah I'll tell you what he was relentless from the gun um, I did see a pitch so iconic start is it Parliament Hill straight up the straight up the big hill you know <clears throat> probably I don't, know, I don't know how many started. Was it 2,000, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I maybe don't know. Not that But there's a lot. It's sort of a stampede up the hill, isn't it? And, and yeah, there was, alongside Mohammed Mohammed, who that first hill, was Kieran Walker. I don't know if you know Kieran, but he's training for Manchester. Did a 19-mile run at 5.15 several week. He's a listener, I think, to the show. Um, yeah. He, he must have fancied himself up the hill. It's a brave move, brave move in the middle of 120 mile weeks to go out at the front of National Cross. So give him credit for that. I've got time for that. Um, yeah, Emil Caress was second, 15 seconds back. He's been out in Kenya. Then Alex Yi was nearly a minute behind in third, wasn't he? Is that right? He was a minute behind uh, Emil, yeah. Yeah. That's to so, say, uh, Mohammed basically took the race very hard. Amir and Alex were after the first lap. Neither of them were. I think Alex was like fifth or sixth, and Amir had just moved through to second. But, but I mean, Amir's just ran twenty-seven forty-four ten k, and he's getting yeah. beat across country. So, but, you know, very very quick at the front. Um, was it twelve? Is it always twelve? Was it twelve k in the end? They say it's 12k, whether it is or not. It's... I haven't seen any GPS, but he ran 40.52. So, um, in quite big mud over in. So, yeah, Southampton took the team race, which is a first, maybe. Yeah. Um, three, three of them in the top 10. Then Scotland, Jamie Crow took the win in the men's, and Murray McLennan in the women's took the win. Wales, um, this was in Pembury Country Park. Not a clue where that is. Clouds might know. Um, James Hunt. Yeah, just outside of um, Flanathley. Oh, good old Flanathley. <laughs> um, <clears throat> James Hunt took the win. Um, 
old Nash, old Nasher in second. He's just had a kid, hasn't he? I looked on his Strava the other day. Just had a kid, still banging out hundred mile weeks. He <laughs> was it. Um, and Adam Bowden in third, who's quick triathlete from back in the day. Um, obviously decided to go Welsh. And Lauren Cooper took the win in the in the ladies from Carol Jones and Chloe Dooley. Your Cardiff club took the win, Clousey. Very yeah, it's good. It's good to see Carol that uh, racing as well. Aaron, yeah, my Cardiff club as well. Wow, you don't wear the best very often. Um, so that's cross country. And then we also had indoors. You watched the indoors, Josh. So yeah. we'll you know what about- my weekend. <coughs> so, I went to I went to a cafe in Lisbon and sat watching my laptop for about seven hours on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> Wow. And, and do you know what's annoying, Matt? Riveting. Is he knows I'm watching it, but he still feels that he has to tell me about every single movement in the race. So, oh, Mark Scott's going now. Oh, this guy's moving to second. I'm like, I'm watching. I'm glad he didn't message me that. Um, anyway, Mark Scott took the win, 7.53 from Jermaine Coleman and James West. Those three broke clear, but it was due to a last last K of 2.25, maybe. Um, yeah, Mark Scott put the burners on. Jermaine Coleman had a, a very good run, I would say. I was very yeah, dis- I was very disappointed in the tactics of a lot of people in the field. Um, I don't I don't know what it is. Why does everybody think they've got the best kick in the world? You're running against. Oh, it drives me nuts. It's I thought mad. they changed that now. Just go out. Yeah. So I get it, Jermaine, Mark, and James West. I get it because they know they've got the best kicks. Like James West is a. 333 guy, maybe. Um, four. Um, Mark Scott's obviously in phenomenal form, and Jermaine Coleman's around 743 this year, too. Um, but yeah, the rest of them, I think they left it to Oshin Perrin to sort of sit at the front and not really be able to do anything because they left him like hanging out there to, to dry, basically, didn't they? Um, but you've got runners in that field who think just make it a at least try and make it a 745 50 race and see if see if those guys can you can take some of the kick out of them i would say but i mean i could talk all i want i couldn't do it so um there you go but it does drive me it's the same about the 1500 though isn't it i didn't really watch the 1500 but i just know the same will happen every year oh yeah um same kick so women's wise amy eloise markovic to win in 904 Amelia Quirk, 9.06, and Isabel Fry, 9.09. Um, none of those times are qualifiers, are they? Uh, Amy's got the qualifier, though. I know, but none oh. of the, I don't know if Amelia's got the qualifier this year. Uh, I'm not sure, actually. She may have. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get it. It's championship rating, but at the same time, you've got to get qualifying standards if you want to go. So... Um, there you go. Anyway, indoors, done. Road racing, which I know a bit more about. There was a couple of big half marathons this weekend. Wokeham half map, what's it like? It's a good course, yeah. It goes out, out in the country um, and then sort of goes around a little loop and then comes back down. Um, what was it won in? It was won by Josh Grace in... 6606. Oh, there you go. Um, so yeah, so Josh Grace took the win from Tom Merson and Nick Torrey, who he was about a minute clear of Tom Merson in the end. 
Uh, run of the day, I'd say, was Naomi Mitchell with the women's 71.53, big PB. Um, yeah. She ran 73.10 at Granola's the other week. Um, so that was a PB as well. So she took the win from Becky Briggs, interviewee, 73.51. Becky, on Instagram, on a story, put Hilly and Windy. I think working. Working again. Yeah. I don't know if she was no, joking. It's, it's not hilly, is it's it? It's a bit lumpy. Is it? Um, it's a bit lumpy. It's not, I mean, it's fairly flat, to be honest. It, there's a bit of a bump in it, but it, it is out. It's kind of open, but I mean, when I did it, it was fine. So, yeah. Um, and Kirsten Welsh was, was third in that. Then over at Brighton, I think they suffered from a bit of wind on the seafront in Brighton. I think miles 10 to 12 were pretty blowy, but. A uh, training partner of Josh Grace, Ross Skelton, Josh's good friend, took the win. He stood up Josh in Flagstaff, but he, he took the win in 67.48 um, from Marshall Smith and Simon Heath. And then the women's won by Charlotte Reagan in 79.16. Rachel Gifford second and Emma Navesy third. Um, pretty close, that women's race. 30 seconds covering the top three. So, yeah, plenty of results. I think I've got through them all, though. Um, but yeah, I suppose I watched the weekend. I watched a bit of national cross country, but you couldn't really see what was going on, could you? It's a shame it's not not televised in any way, because I mean, I I thought it's better than it's been ever before. Where were you watching it? Uh, I was going to say in the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> um, England Athletics had a stream. Oh, did they? I didn't see that one. That's probably yeah. Why Watch the, watch the whole race of it. <laughs> what, was it a static camera? Well, they had about six or seven static cameras. Oh, did they? Oh, fair enough. Yeah. I'll, I'll, give, I'll let them off. Maybe I just need to watch the proper screen. <laughs> anyway, that's your news and results. We probably should wrap this show up. And let's see what you're up to next week, Matt. Anything good? Um, my cross training's coming on Wednesday. Let's see if it bloody comes this week. Um, apart from that, uh, a little bit of running, and yeah, just trying to get back. So in, you know, running the legs under me, really. Swedish ice hockey player. What's his name? Oh God, um, I don't. I'll have to. I'll. I'll. Uh, I'll have a look. I think his name is Daniel something. Vancouver. Daniel Alfredson. Yeah, he's uh, a twin. He's a twin, is he? Yeah. Anyway, apparently Klaus looks like a Daniel ice hockey player. This guy's 49, yeah. so maybe it's not him. Yeah, it could um, be him. I, I, I do look about 49, to be fair. I put ice hockey twin, and it's come up as Daniel Alfredson. Possibly. There you go. So, yeah. But that's um, my week. You're not starring on any covers this week? Um, No, not this week, unfortunately. Matt was on the front of the Wokingham Half magazine. Looking beautiful. Um, so if anybody wants to pay him a commission to be on the front of their race race brochure, then yeah, give us a shout. Or yeah, give, Matt, so give, give Matt a shout, really. Uh, Josh, what are you up to next week? Um, I'm flying home tomorrow, so Tuesday night. Where's Need to home? find uh, Cardiff. Where should I go next week? I might go to London next weekend, actually. I'm not even joking. We'll see. Um, but yeah I'm, I'm doing bugger all really I can't run so I'm going to cross train and that's about it I might buy a car 
We went to Basin. Buy a car. You just sold it. No, I sold. I sold one when I went to America. I might buy another one. What are you thinking? I don't know. It's a very loose thought this morning, like earlier today. I think you'd look good in like a, um, a panda or something like that. <laughs> your your oh, yeah, your yeah. first car, Aaron. When I first met you, it wasn't my car, was it? it was <laughs> the Copen. That's what you told everyone. Daihatsu Copen. You Google yeah. that. It's like a little shoe. Incredible. Um, you'd look good in one of them, Josh. <laughs> I can see you in an Audi TT, proper hairdresser. You. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Should I tell you what I'm doing? Go on. I've, I've I made a little list because I was trying to think every week. I struggle to think what I'm doing next week, so I put a few things. Um, I'm going out on Saturday night. Big night out in Ooh, hello in Grantham. Wait, where are you going? I don't really know. Someone's birthday having a curry. I'm gonna go. What curry do I need to go for, Matt? Um. Why don't you go for a chicken jalfrezi, peel, mushroom peel or rice. Pashwari uh, naan. Mushroom, mushroom peel out. Mushroom peel a few onion bhajis, poppadoms. Um, that's just sort of, yeah. Maybe some chips. Chips? You let yourself down now. You're not having chips with an Indian. Why not? Crazy, man. Um, Little dip. Going to do 25 K at marathon pace on Ben's marathon pace on Saturday, I think. Um, crazy news: the wind has swapped directions. It's going to be a north north easterly next week, and the fantastic. You know the prevailing wind is south easterly in this country. Just a little fact for you. Um, oh, just a quick one on the weather. Um, there's a I watched the BBC uh, Northwest uh, weather this morning, and the lady, the weather woman, her name was Sarah Blizzard. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Fantastic. She's gone into that on purpose, that trade, isn't she? She's born to be a weather woman. Um, Meteorologist, what do you call is, is that right? Meteorologist. Yeah, Josh yeah. was a study of meteors, didn't he? Like episode two. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Nick Earl is, isn't he? Anyway, um, Cambridge Half on Sunday. I might go down there and watch a couple of my, my boys run and do a little jog with them afterwards. So I did think... I thought the other day, I was like, do you know what? I might just enter Cambridge Half and, and run with them. It's sold out. VIP entries are like 90, pounds. £99 for an entry yeah, to a half fun. marathon, which I've won about three times. Surely they just throw me an entry. Are you on the front of the programme? I might be. They like using my picture on the website of me at the front at the start, but maybe I'll put a call in. Fancy yeah, facilitating a 70 minute man um but yeah that's my week jenny's home all week pretty much apart from thursday so not as much eliza duty and um need to go watch peaky blinders now because i missed it last night it's a new series yeah interesting i might have to download that jenny's got the script if you want to know what happens um but yeah that's it so on that note I'll speak to you boys next week. Cheers, boys. Have a good week.